Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. You're cruising down the highway. Windows rolled down. Tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Monday, September 11, 2023. Stand up for your country, especially on the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. So um, this is the classic good evil story. We, we know it thoroughly. There's a bunch of stuff you might not know, but I'm going to get to that in a moment. Uh, however, very difficult story to cover because it's so emotional here on Long Island where I am, and I've said this many times, I mean, dozens of families were uh, affected directly, they lost loved ones, and, and some of my friends too. I uh, was in the middle of it uh, 22 years ago. We'll, we'll get into that as well. Um, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So, um, 2,977 people killed in the terror attacks, all told. In New York City, 2,753, the lion's share of the dead were killed here in the World Trade Center. Two airliners hijacked by jihadists crashed in the uh, World Trade Center. The two towers collapsed, okay? Now, total dead, uh, and this counts people who... Uh, died after 9-11 from illnesses that they contracted uh, being close by, 5,600 
total dead. And that's according to World Trade Center Health Program. Um, another 71,000 individuals have been diagnosed with illness directly caused by the 9-11 attack. It's a staggering number. Um, now, the jihadists have been severely downgraded throughout the world. And I wrote a book about it, Killing the Killers. You're familiar with this book. It's the best reporting that I've ever done, by the way. I mean, all the killing books are worthy, in my opinion. But this book tells you things you absolutely do not know about how the U.S. government attacked the jihad. And it was all done under the cloak of secrecy. But we were able to get top secret documents and put them in the book and walk you through what happened. Uh, in the ensuing years. Mistakes were made, but overall, the USA downgraded the jihad in a way that I don't think has ever been done throughout history. Threat is still there, but not nearly what it was. And if you want to know how this country did do that, then you read Killing the Killers. Now, today, in 2023, we have a, a, a threat here because of the open border. And the terrorists uh, are coming across it, according to Customs and Border Protection. This year alone, and we still have, what, four more months, 149 individuals on a terror watch list have been detained at the border. Last year, the whole year, the number was 98. But the open border is a magnet for terrorists to come across. Now, whether President Biden knows that or not, anybody's guess, nobody ever asks him and he never addresses it. He's just happy that the border is open and 8 million people have sauntered across it. Now, last night, 60 Minutes, which has been on the decline, in my opinion, did a really excellent report, Scott Pelley, on 9-11. And it focused in on the New York City firefighters. Um, boy, it was good. And if you haven't seen that, it's worth watching. It just shows you uh, the heroism uh, that was in play on that day, 9-11. It was a terrific, terrific piece. Um, and later on, uh, I'm going to get into a negative about uh, 9-11, and that was the telethon. I've done this before, but I think it's worthy to refresh everybody's memory about how bad that was and my role in it, because uh, most Americans rallied to try to help, and even to this day, all right, we have charities. I, I support Tuesday's Children. Tunnel for Towers is a good charity that, because the ongoing problems from 9-11 obviously are still there. And that's the memo. All right, President Biden's in Alaska, and he is uh, giving a speech to service members up there. We have big base. Alaska, of course, and uh, talking about 9-11. If he says anything of note, I'll, I'll bring it to you tomorrow. I don't expect he will. Um, you understand that last week, as we reported, he went to India for the economic summit. Uh, on the way back from India, he, start, he stopped in Vietnam. And the United States is trying to be a closer ally with Vietnam to, to provide a bulwark to China. China is a threat. So we are upping our uh, relationships with Vietnam, with the Philippines, with Japan, all of the surrounding countries, India, of course. So um, Biden stopped in Vietnam and then he held a 26 minute 
press conference, not a very long one. And here's what happened. Go. And look, nobody likes having celebrated international meetings if you don't know what you want at the meeting. If you don't have a game plan. He may have a game plan. He just hasn't shared it with me. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, we talked we talked about we talked about at the conference overall. We talked about stability. We talked about making sure that the third world, the uh, excuse me, third world, the uh, the the, uh, the southern hemisphere had access to changes. Had access. We, it wasn't confrontational at all. You came up with thank, thank you, everybody. This ends thank, the count press thank, conference. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So they cut him off because he's obviously can't get it out. He could bear that. That soundbite ran 60 seconds. If, you know, to me, it felt like it was five minutes. He couldn't get out. And the question was simple. All right. That she didn't show up, the leader of China. And then a guy, the second in command for international relations showed up. And, you know, what did you talk to him about? You get it. You don't get anything out of him. So Jean-Pierre goes, in, oh, thank you. That's all. He interrupts her boss. I mean. Uh, maybe I'm nitpicking here. I'm sorry if I am, but it just to me, it's like, oh, agonizing to listen to him. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy Genius Life Insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, understand that life insurance gets pricier with age and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait. Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's policygenius.com. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. 
All right, um, let's take a a look at the overall uh, geopolitical uh, situation right now. I'm bringing a guy who knows what he's doing. Uh, His name is Douglas London. He's a former CIA officer for many years. Currently, he's a professor at Georgetown University School of Foreign Service, a fine school. Uh, He is the author of the book, The Recruiter, Spying in the Lost Art of American Intelligence. So he knows what he's doing. All right, first of all, uh, the jihad, as I said, has been downgraded. Uh, They're active in Africa um, and in the Middle East somewhere. How would you calibrate their strength? Bill, I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head by using the word downgraded or degraded. The United States pursued a strategy of leadership decapitation that I know is well illustrated in your book, going after the core leadership and logistics hubs and such to make it more difficult for these groups as centralized organizations to pose a threat. But at the same time, that strategy led to a decentralization of the threat. So we saw the rise of the Islamic State. We see al-Qaeda morphing into various affiliates. So I think as you depict correctly, the threat of a 9-11 type attack on the United States is much less than it was and much less than it's ever been. But I think we see the rise in smaller scale attacks by both Islamic State and its affiliates, as well as al-Qaeda. Recently, we saw the news from Philadelphia in mid-August of a teenager, apparently, who was planning an attack uh, undescribed, but that would involve various explosives and and a number of weapons. And he was in touch with one of these al-Qaeda affiliates back in Syria. So downgraded, degraded, yes. Uh, uh, Absent, unfortunately not. And it'll never be. Uh, You were at the CIA when the Patriot Act was passed, and um, the CIA uh, was very effective in uh, listening to calls made to foreign locations, particularly the hot locations. There was a segment of the American public, and there is now, hates the Patriot Act, thinks it's uh, intrusive, it violates privacy and all of that. But from my research, the ability to monitor through drones and everything else, the communications worldwide among the jihadist core is really what led to a lot of victories over them. Am I wrong? Well, you're right, Bill. In fact, it's absolutely essential. And there's a debate right now about Section 702 in terms of bulk collection and what U.S. Intel and law enforcement can listen to. But again, uh, circling back to this individual in Philadelphia, that was all over cyber. It was the ability of the U.S. Intel community and the Bureau to identify his communications with this al-Qaeda affiliate. And that wouldn't have happened without the Patriot Act and without Section 702. Okay. Let's look at Afghanistan for a second. I mean, Taliban take over, al-Qaeda reconstitutes, Uh, a little bit in that country. Uh, What do you think about what's going on over there? The Taliban has its own interpretation of the accord with the United States, which diverges from ours, which allows them to be a lot more supportive to al-Qaeda and its various partner groups than we would like or that we thought they were going to be. Uh, The Taliban provides sanctuary not only to al-Qaeda, but variously 17 to 23 affiliate groups and partner organizations. And back in the CIA, we looked at partner organizations, even though they weren't necessarily 
al-Qaeda franchises. They were Kashmiri militant groups. They were Central Asian groups that cooperated and collaborated with al-Qaeda. Those groups are receiving sanctuary in Afghanistan. And while you might be able to say, as the United States administration does, that those groups themselves might not be capable of directing an attack against the United States, they provide the strategic direction to their affiliates and partner organizations who would carry these attacks. And they also are able to fundraise, manage, and recruit under the Taliban's protection. So it continues to pose a problem for us, but also the various neighbors in that very volatile region. What about Pakistan's Secret Service? Um, are they sympathetic to the jihad as they were at one time? They have a great deal of problems from getting what they wished for, which was a U.S. loss and expulsion from the area. The Taliban has given sanctuary to their number one threat, which is the Tarek Taliban Pakistan, a group of various Pakistani Afghan tribes that cross the border that don't really believe they're Afghan or Pakistan that have been undertaking the majority of the attacks against Pakistan and destabilizing the country at a very difficult time. And relations between the Taliban and Pakistan are very tense after two decades of Pakistani support to their operations against the United States presence on the ground. How about Iran? Is Iran now uh, a sanctuary for the jihad? Iran continues, as best I could tell, from open source information to host various groups such as al-Qaeda, but their nemesis uh, is shared with us as being the Islamic State, whose interests are untypical to, to theirs. But they continue to provide sanctuary to al-Qaeda, but also, obviously, they're providing support to their proxy Hezbollah in Lebanon and right. the various Shia militant organizations in Iraq. Um, in Iraq, the uh, western part of the country was where the ISIS people based. They were the most vicious after the uh, Iraq war. Uh, Trump went in and put a herd on them, but they're still there and in northern Syria as well. Is that correct? They're definitely there. And uh, our ability to maintain counterterrorist pressure has really been the key to preventing them from going on the offensive. They're certainly taking advantage of less pressure, both in northwest Syria as well as across the region, to try to reconstitute. We see it in some of the prisons where or detainee camps where they're recruiting and fundraising. So it's something we can't be complacent about. And what about Turkey? Do they cooperate against ISIS? Well, yes and no. ISIS represents a definite threat, one we share, but they have a difference of opinion about some of their partners. We partner with some of the Kurdish groups uh, against which the Turks have various issues and they've been at war with for, for many decades. And that does cause some friction between the greater ISIS coalition that continues to operate in that region. But not too many ISIS are in Turkey. They, Turkey doesn't want them there, correct? No, Turkey certainly doesn't want to host ISIS or Al-Qaeda right. for that matter. They are definitely right. partners in that, but sort of a different approach to how they're prosecuting the threat. And finally, the southern border, as I gave you the stats, do you see that as a danger to the USA right now? Well, Bill, I don't share your uh, perspective in terms of jihad and terrorism. Um, I'll stay away from the other partisan issues about immigration overall. But over my career at the agency, we kept a close eye on the transit of potential terrorists among these various groups, and we didn't really see it as a, as a major issue. Okay, but now with the uh, volume of human beings screaming across that border and the stats from the Border Patrol that these people were found on a terror watch list going up pretty uh, dramatically, 
Um, do you think the agency is down there in any force watching what's going on? I know you're speculating because you're teaching now, but to me, the open border, I mean, that's something you got to take seriously. Well, the CIA has an excellent relationship with the rest of the U.S. intel community, as well as law enforcement, including TSA. And we we very actively exchange information and expertise and such like that, which is one of the reasons why I'm a little bit encouraged that there has not been that problem. We certainly always worry about it. Keep a close eye. The Millennium Bomber came across the Canadian border, as you'll remember, Bill, so many years ago. So it's something we do pay attention to or did under my time. But again, we had not seen terrorist groups able to exploit any vulnerabilities in great effect over the course of my career. And, and right now, again, I'm no, outside it hasn't happened. looking that, at you do. That's fair. It has not happened, been traced back, but uh, the numbers are growing. Hey, Professor, very good. Thank you very much for your expertise. We really appreciate it. The book, again, is The Recruiter, Spying and the Lost Art of American Intelligence. Thanks again, Professor. Um, okay, so Kamala Harris goes on uh, Face the Nation, a Sunday morning program on CBS, and here's what happens. Go. Are you taking the threat of a second Trump presidency seriously enough? I don't understand the question. You were dismissive of some of the Republican criticism of you and the president. When you look at current polling, the front runner for a Republican nomination is the former president, the 45th president. We will win re-election. You we will, will win. win. We will win re-election. There is too much at stake, and the American people know it. Okay, so she understood the question perfectly. Um, you know, do you underestimate um, Donald Trump? And she wouldn't answer the question. Now, on a more serious note, because that's politics, and you would expect her to say, we're going to win, rah, 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 rah. It's not newsworthy. But the second soundbite is newsworthy. Go. So there are many reasons for why this is happening, and, and America is, is not um, immune to that. The point has to be, then, to understand what we must do to deal with, one, ensuring that we have a secure um, humane and orderly uh, policy about the border, but also what we must do in the long term to address the root causes of migration. And see, now that's where the CBS interviewer, Ms. Brennan, lets everybody down. They're certainly not orderly at the southern border. Nobody with an IQ over 10 could think it would be orderly. Yet she says, um, we have a secure, humane, and orderly policy. No, you don't. <laughs> okay? So the interviewer should be right there. Right there. But no. And that is the deterioration of journalism here. And finally, the root cause of migration. Hey, lady, look. You've had two years now to come up with the root causes of migration. You haven't come up with anything. The root causes is... Many countries in the world are violent and terrible, and people need, want to get out. That's what the root cause is, and the United States can't do anything about it. We can't occupy those countries. <sighs> Donald Trump, he's in Iowa yesterday or on Saturday, and 
goes to the Iowa-Iowa State football game. Go. Okay, so there were boos and cheers, as you would expect, right? Here's what the lefty said, go. Both Trump and DeSantis, they attended yesterday's Iowa-Iowa State game. Trump met with a decidedly mixed reception, interesting, some cheers, also some boos, some obscene gestures from the stands. Okay, now NBC has ordered, I understand, their commentators on MSNBC to say that Trump got a mixed reception. NBC's, believe me when I tell you, they know, okay, every survey shows they are the most left wing of the three networks. And they're trying to pull back a little bit. Not going to be successful. We can't run a propaganda network like MSNBC and say you're a legitimate news agency. You can't. It's possible. Anyway, just imagine if President Biden showed up at the Iowa-Iowa State game. Think you'd have a few boos? I think you might. Uh, I wrote a column on this uh, subject called The Sting. Remember the Robert Redford, Paul Newman movie? It is posted on BillOReilly.com. Sunday column, The Sting. I hope you will read it. All right, here's a story you will hear nowhere else, which is why you watch and listen to the No Spin News. So George Soros Group, you know, uh, pumps uh, millions of dollars into left-wing causes. In August, the group, all right, the Center for Economic Policy Research, uh, sent the following congresspeople, all ardent progressives, to South America. Congressman Frost, Ocasio-Cortez, Cesar, Velasquez, Castro. They went down to Chile, Colombia, and Brazil, all on Soros's dime. Soros paid $61,000 to send those people down there. Ocasio-Cortez got more than $8,000 on the trip because she brought her boyfriend. She didn't want to be lonely. Okay, now is this legal? Yes, it's legal. So, if a congressperson takes a trip paid for by a political action committee, they have to file a primary trip sponsor form and give it to the House Ethics Committee. They have to receive approval from that committee. Those people did. But it's important that Soros now is funding far left American politicians to go down to these countries. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a 
over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. Smart life. Bidenomics. Now, this is where Trump or whoever is going to run against Biden should be all day long. If you are smart, that means you manage your money. Okay, if you don't manage your money, you are not smart. I can't do a not smart life segment. So I'm doing a smart life segment. So if you manage your money, you know you're paying far more for food, far more for gas and fuel since Joe Biden's been elected. You know that. Okay. Did you know that you are getting absolutely destroyed by rising insurance costs. Here is the data. According to Forbes, homeowners insurance has increased 21% from the year 2000. 21%. Car insurance, according to Nerd Wallet, up 38%. Whoa! So why are these Companies taking out all those ads, which cost millions and millions of dollars, 38% from 20 to 23. And finally, health insurance. These numbers are a little skewed because of COVID. But over the last five years, health insurance up 20%, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, 43% in the last 10 years. So, We all need homeowners insurance, car insurance, health care insurance. You are paying so much more for the essentials of life under Bidenomics. There's no two sides to the story. That's where Trump should be or all the Republicans should be. Okay, I'm going to put this over here when I do uh, the Cuomo show this week. I'll be on News Nation tonight with Leland Vittard, by the way, at 7. I'm just going to have these stats. Because, you know, the, the Democrats, they just make excuse. Oh, it's Trump did it. It's Trump did it. No. No. That's why I use 20 to 23. 
All right. New poll, California, Berkeley Institute of Governmental Studies, 6,000 Californians. Here is the question. Opinions of Reparation Tax Force recommend cash payments to black descendants of slaves now living in California. Do you favor 28% oppose 59%? That's in California. Okay. Just thought you should know. This day in history, September 11th, 1962, the Beatles record their first single, Love Me Do. Love, love me do. You know I love you. I'll always be true. So please love me do. All right, that song was released in the USA a year and a half later, and it hit number one, along with everything they did in 1964. Um, they had uh, how many hits? Uh, seven? Seven hit, Seven songs written by Lennon McCartney in one year. Hit number one. Um, Beatles have sold more than 600 million albums worldwide. They're still selling. Uh, they have grossed to the present day, according to Yahoo Finance, $2.15 billion. That group has grossed in all of their activities. Here's something interesting. McCartney's worth $1.2 billion. Ringo Starr, $350 million, a lot less because Ringo didn't write. Harrison, when he died, $400 million. Lennon, when he was assassinated, $200 million. Uh, and today, last year, no, I'm sorry, Last uh, Billboard magazine, last stats, um, Beatles are making about $13 million a year still. Okay. Okay. So uh, we've got a mail segment, and then we got a final thought about my involvement with the fundraising on 9 11, which I think you're going to want to see in here back in a moment. Okay, let's go to the mail. We got David Spano, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Last night, O'Reilly said 40% of the people will likely still vote for Biden if he runs again. Doesn't it really boil down to a repeat of 20? All right, they'll be voting, won't be voting for Biden. They'll be voting against Trump. Somewhat. But now Biden has a record. He didn't have it in 20. Didn't have any record. He's in his basement hiding. Now he's got a record. I just gave you the Bidenomics. It's crazy. On the message board, Al, Congress needs to cut funding for the FBI to the point they feel a big pinch. It's never going to happen. The Democrats would never do that. The FBI helps the Democrats. So they never vote for that. Uh, Peter, concierge member, Peter has direct access to me. This is an insurance policy for your life. And when you see how much it costs, it's not like the other insurances. So check out concierge membership, BillOReilly.com. I'm a lawyer, make few guarantees, but unless the DOJ and FBI are gutted of the corrupt individuals who twist justice in favor of the left, neither Hunter nor Joe will face any indictment. Okay. It's true. I mean, right now, the FBI is totally political. Uh, Melinda Perazzo, Sydney, Australia, down under. Love the Nosman News, Bill. I believe Joe Biden will be the nominee in 24, apart from Michelle Obama. Do you think the DNC would do a last-minute push for Gretchen Whitmer? She's not well-known, uh, Melinda. I mean, if you run out in Sydney, 
Lovely town, by the way. Sydney is great. Um, if you run out today and, and ask any of your fellow countrymen down there, uh, how about Gretchen Whitman? Nobody will know. And it's the same thing in the USA. Nobody knows who she is. Former governor of Michigan, but be very hard. Pam uh, Klingen-Smith, Cincinnati, Ohio. Would Donald Trump consider Dr. Ben Carson as a VP? No. Carson's uh, 72. <laughs> so Biden needs to get a little... Biden. Trump needs to get a little younger on the VP selection. Lori Boykin, Edgefield, South Carolina. Today's column is Sting, one of your best. You clearly lay out how well President Trump did as a president and the influence of January 6th. I believe you accurately state how the liberal media has overlooked uh, the good things Trump achieved. And if only all Americans would read this. Well, they won't read it. But, I, you know, you know, when you you can download my columns you send them out to your friends. Most of them won't take the time because they don't care. Um, what are you going to do? Can't make people care. Right. Greg Dumphy, brilliant Wisconsin. I don't believe the federal government's job is to remove Putin. I always thought the job was to protect its citizens from invasion. All right, Greg, I mean, if you want to take an isolationist point of view, um, it's not going to end well for the USA. I mean, we have to have a world order in order for us to do business. Our economy needs free markets. So if you let Putin run wild, you're not going to have him. You have chaos all over the world. Lisa Black, Brack, Lisa Brack, concierge member. I love shock and awe. I'm thrilled you put it on BillOReilly.com. Uh, this episode with Joe Namath and Rob Gronkowski is excellent. I hope there's more to come. There will be. Shock and awe is our latest feature for BillOReilly.com premium and concierge members. Okay, we're giving you perk after perk after perk. And nobody else can see it, by the way. So start of the NFL yesterday. New York Giants uh, were defeated by the Dallas Cowboys 40 to nothing. At one point, I thought I might have to go in and play quarterback. And it wasn't Daniel Jones's fault. <laughs> I mean, come on. You got to give him three seconds to throw the ball. Anyway, that's inside baseball. We got shock and awe. It's a good football thing if you're interested. Uh, Marilyn Reed, Oxford, Michigan. Uh, you mentioned how your new book, Killing the Witches, will explain the Mayflower journey. Very interested because I am the descendant of two of the passengers. You will love Killing the Witches. You will love this book. We put you right on the Mayflower, right in the Salem Witch Trials then right in the debate on whether America should be a Christian country, and then right on the set of the movie The Exorcist. Wait till you read what happened on that movie set. Killing the Witches out two weeks from tomorrow. Order now, get it first. BillOReilly.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you know the drill. This book will keep you up nights. That is for sure. So Fall Madness is on BillOReilly.com. Killing the Legends that we just mentioned. All right. Killing the Killers. I'm sorry. We mentioned Killing the Killers, not Killing the Legends. I did with the Beatles, but Killing the Killers, Killing the Legends, and any mug of your choice. $42.95, a fabulous deal. Uh, and get a hardcover of the United States of Trump if you want to know the real story about Trump. And any polo shirt, $49.95. Those shirts are great. Good for the fall. 
Uh, New York State of Mind, that's my live show on October 27th, Paramount Theater, Huntington, Long Island. A few tickets remain. Love to see you there. BillOReilly.com, Ticketmaster, Paramount Theater. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Word of the day, do not be a rap scallion. That's where rap music came from. Rapscallion, did you know that? You didn't know it. The rappers don't know it. Rapscallion, R-A-P-S-C-A-L-L-I-O-N. The rappers don't even know where rap derived. Okay, big, big controversy. September 21st, 2001, 10 days after 9-11. I'm right in the middle of it. I'll explain in a moment. Okay, here's the final thought of the day. So uh, 10 days after the 9-11 attack, there was a uh, charity fundraiser on all the networks called a tribute to heroes benefit. Okay, 35 network and cables covered it simultaneously. Two hours raised three hundred fifty million dollars. George Clooney headed it up. Thanks to the generosity of Capital One, we have a phone bank here. We wanted to show you a, a few of our friends that just showed up to answer the phones, take pledges. And all around the country, thousands of volunteers at phone banks are ready to take your calls. All right, Noble Enterprise, I was part of that, okay? Um, and it was Noble. Okay, so three weeks, I'm sorry, three months, not weeks, 
Three months after that concert, that charitable fundraiser, only 15% of the money had been given to the families. 15, one five, three months. I'm getting thousands of calls and letters from 9-11 affected families. What's going on? So I make a simple request to all the celebrities to ask the United Way, the Red Cross, and the other charities who are supposed to distribute what's going on. Okay? Well, I get attacked by George Clooney. Quote, on the evening of October 31st, you ran a story that has no basis in truth. Okay, this is Clooney talking to me. What is not important is your attack of the performers who gave their time to raise money during the telethon for the 7th 11th Fund. What is important is your accusation the fund is being misused and mishandled. That, sir, as you know, is nothing short of a lie. Um, well, Clooney was lying, and it was proven that he was. Uh, he's a bad guy. He remains a bad guy to this day. He's made a fortune selling booze. I mean, this is... Hey. There were four celebrities who recognized that this was wrong. Clint Eastwood, Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell, and the singer James Brown. None of the others, because they weren't politically correct, that's what they always want to be, would help out. Anyway, as soon as we broke the story, it went all over the world. All right, and I appeared on, uh, I think it was PBS with Charlie Rose. Go. You broke this story. Are you getting credit in the Congress today, you're telling me, as we walked in, for breaking a story that a lot of the money raised in the telethon, some over $200 million, has not been felt at the victim level? Yeah, we've been doing this story for six weeks now. And the way we got onto it is very interesting. Where I live on Long Island, 29 people were killed. And people in my town trust me. And shortly after... Uh, all the publicity about how much money was being raised to help the victims, people kept coming up to me saying, I'm not seeing any of these vic money, and nobody's contacted me, and what's going on? So I started to make some calls, and my staff made some calls. We found out that it was just absolute chaos. Chaos in the Red Cross, chaos in the United Way, and the 158 other charities. There are 160 charities set up to help the victims, 5,000 families approximately. And to this day, now more than eight weeks after the attack, most of the money collected is not even close to getting to those families. So after Congress got involved and I went on the media and did all that, the money started to flow. OK, so um, when I die, Judgment Day, <laughs> that's on my resume. All right. I did good. And as I gave you my opinion of Mr. Clooney and the others, you know, who didn't rally the celebrities, you know what that culture is. Okay, so here's the update. Ten years later, all right, in 2011, 528 million had been distributed. All right, there was a study done by the New York Community Trust. It was actually an investigation because of us. Okay, so most of the money did finally go. Now, all the charities admitted it wasn't like some charity was saying, oh, no, <clears throat> excuse me. They all said, oh, we got problems here distributing the money and this and that. Some of them were actually banking the money 
to give to other disasters. Okay, and I said, no, that's not happening. I am very, very proud of that coverage, okay, because we were the only ones on television, in the media, driving this. And it was because the guy I worked for, Roger Ailes at Fox News, he stood behind me. I don't know whether that would happen today, okay? But he stood behind me and allowed me investigate this, to go full bore on it. I had no pushback from the folks, particularly the folks who gave their hard-earned money to the charitable cause. They wanted this money, of course, to get to the family. I had no pushback from them. I got a slew of awards, you know, from this charity and that charity that eventually helped these people. But I, was, I remain to this day, and it's petty of me. I, I know it's petty. I should forgive Clooney. He's never asked for forgiveness, but he'd never do that. But I should let it go. I should let it go. But something inside me, I can't. It was so blatant. It was so bad. These people were suffering so much. And this arrogance. Oh, anyway. Um, Got to do the right thing. That's the theme. You got to do the right thing. And in this case, we did. Thanks for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We will see you tomorrow. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.